0: This episode is titled, Count the Cost. Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for being a merciful, loving, gracious Heavenly Father. Thank you for this opportunity to share this message you have laid on my heart. I humbly ask that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit, permeate our hearts. I pray that, Father, that you will prepare our hearts and minds to receive this message that you have laid on my heart. I also ask that you will bestow upon us the full armor of God found in Ephesians chapter 6, the helmet of salvation in Jesus' name, the breastpiece of righteousness in Jesus' name, the shield of faith in Jesus' name, the sword of your word in Jesus' name, and the the belt of truth in Jesus' name, and the shoes of peace in Jesus' name. For no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up in judgment shall be condemned. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17. The purpose of this message is to intercede intercede for the lukewarm christians revelation chapter 3 verses 15 through 17 reads i know all the things you do that are neither hot or cold i wish that you were one or the other but since you are lukewarm you are like lukewarm water nor hot or cold i will spit you out of my mouth you say i am rich I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wrenched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. To bring this passage into context, there are seven letters written to seven churches in the Asia Minor found in the book of Revelation. Many of us have sat in or are still sitting in a lukewarm church. What does it mean to be lukewarm? Being for God and the world is lukewarm. God is telling me to tell you all in this message, you have to choose either God or the world. And if you don't make a choice, a choice will be made for you. God is calling everyone who is willing to follow him to be a part of his holy kingdom. God is calling us to be holy like himself sin is what separates us from our heavenly father this is also a warning for us who are straddling the fence one day this whole world will be destroyed we will all die our soul only has two places to go matthew chapter 24 gives a full description of how we will know when christ is coming back to take us with him no one knows the hour or minute day or time of his arrival only god knows the true time until then we have to watch pray and live for christ daily how do we do these things that are asked of us we must first begin with acts chapter 2 verse 38 peter replied each of you must repent of your sins and turn to god and be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the forgiveness of your sins then you will receive the gift of the holy spirit there is a trinity god the father Jesus, the son and the Holy Spirit. First John chapter five, verses five through nine reads, and who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the son of God. Verse six, and Jesus was revealed as God's son by his baptism in water and shedding his blood on the cross, not by water only, by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is the truth, confirms it is his. Te- it is with his testimony. Verse seven. So we have these three witnesses: the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and all three agree. Verse nine. Since we believe human testimony is sure, human testimony surely, we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God, and God has testified about His Son. In order to live a life of Christ, we must have all three. Each of them play a major role in our lives and in our journeys. God is our Heavenly Father. He has created each of us for a purpose. Sin separated us from our our Heavenly Father. He sent His Son, only begotten Jesus, in the flesh for many reasons. Two being to bridge the gap for us where sin has once separated us from having a relationship with God, and He also paid the price of our sins to be atoned. That is how, in today's time, we live under grace and don't have to sacrifice animals for the atonement of our sins. The original per the original intent, the original wage paid for sins is through death. Once Jesus was resurrected on the day of the Pentecost the Holy Spirit became available to the followers of Jesus Christ the Holy Spirit is there to lead us back to Christ John chapter 14 verses 16 reads I am the way the truth and the life no one gets to the Father except through me Christ is the only true way for our, to our Heavenly Father how we become lukewarm is not having all three present in our lives Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 24 reads, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast our demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you workers, you workers of iniquity. Verse 24, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Believe it or not, he is speaking to lukewarm Christians. How can you trust a person that you can't rely on? Seeking Christ is a daily task. Many of us have children, a spouse, and loved ones. We are able to see them and have a relationship with them in the natural realm. Having a relationship with our Heavenly Father is no different. Sitting in church on Sunday doesn't give us a pass to sin all week. Christ didn't die for us to suffer and sin. God warns us in scripture about false teachers and prophets and there are many. God's holy word reveals the truth. Here are some signs that you are lukewarm, little to no prayer time. There is no period of time established, little to no Bible study. You are tuned in with the current world events and don't go to church consistently. Recite what others have taught you in the past. If this is you, I have some great news for you. As long as you have breath in your lungs, it is not too late for you to repent and turn back to Christ. Start building a relationship with Christ today is what I urge everyone and encourage everyone to do. Our lives will completely change when we are living for Christ. In order to follow Christ, we have to let go of our worldly ways to receive Christ's holy ways. Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 through, wait, 42, I'm sorry. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth i will also acknowledge before my father in heaven 32 through 42 let me clarify matthew chapter 10 verses 32 through 42 33 is where i'm at now but everyone who denies me here on earth i will also deny before my father in heaven don't don't imagine that i don't don't imagine that i came to bring peace on earth I came not to bring peace but a sword I have come to set a man against his father a daughter against his mother a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law your enemies will be in your own household if you love your father or mother more than you love me you are not worthy of being mine or if you love your son or daughter more than me you are not worthy of being mine If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose, but if you give your life for me, you will find it. Verse 40, anyone who receives you receives me, and anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. 41, if you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same rewards as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be giving a reward like theirs. Verse 42. And if you give even a cup of cold water to the one of to one of the least of my followers, you will surely be rewarded. We all get 24 hours in a day. If your day is filled with entertainment of all forms, you are on the wrong track, sorry, to break bust your bubble. The purpose of entertainment is to distract us from God's will for our lives. God doesn't speak to us through entertainment. He speaks to us through his holy word. Even many of the jobs we work isn't for the kingdom of God. The clothes we wear, the food we eat, what we say out of our mouths shows where the father is in our lives. Don't take God's wisdom and knowledge for granted. He is the same God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. We have a choice to serve God or don't. Father, I pray that for the ones still living for the world and not fully serving you, I ask that you will have mercy on them and show them your love, unconditional agape love. Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 30 demonstrates how to count the cost of being a disciple of Jesus, What is a disciple? A follower or a student of a teacher, leader, or philosopher. That definition was a resource from Google. Large crowds, verse 25, large crowds were traveling with Jesus, turning to them. He said, verse 26, if you want to be my disciple, you must hate everyone else by comparison your father and mother, wife, children, brothers, and sisters. Yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. Verse 27. If you don't carry your own cross, you cannot be my disciple. Verse 28. But don't begin until you count the cost. For who will begin construction of a building first without calculating the cost? For... Who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? Verse 29, otherwise you might complete only the foundation before running out of money and then everyone will laugh at you. Verse 30, then they will say, there's the person who started that building and couldn't afford to finish it. Being lukewarm and being fake to put on a face for the world To accept you as being a believer doesn't mean anything to God. It's like building a house and not coming back to finish it. We are in a spiritual battle daily for our lives and our souls. No one knows our end date. Building a relationship with God shouldn't be something we put off to the side or on the back burner. Nothing in this world should be more important then our Heavenly Father, and I do mean nothing. I cannot make any of this up. We don't make the rules, we and we don't have the authority to change them. Our action shows who we are truly serving. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to the other and despise. He will hold on to the other and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. So if you are serving the world, but mass as serving God, you are selling yourself short. If we aren't, if we aren't following Jesus, it shows we hate him. The world goes completely against Christ. The world we live in is accepting Satan, Satan's teachings more and more. And sin is being desensitized daily. Our eyes are shut wide open. My plea is that you guys will repent and turn over to Jesus. Nothing in life is easy, but the reward of serving Christ outweighs any worldly possession. Our possessions only mean something to the world, not God. We cannot buy our way into heaven. We cannot beg. We cannot cry. We cannot plead because it is written that he will say to you get from me you workers of iniquity. Every at the end of the day there will be a day and a time when every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. This is quoted from Philippians chapter 2 verses 10 through 11. I pray that you all will bow before him before it's too late. This I ask in Jesus name that Lord You will encourage the believers that are straddling on the fence, Lord, to repent and turn back to you. I pray that in Jesus' name that, Lord, you will help them to turn from the error of their ways. Help them to see who you really are in in their lives, Father God. I pray that you will permeate our hearts with your Holy Spirit, Lord. I pray that you will give us opportunities to cry out to you, Lord, asking you to help us. I pray that in Jesus' name that you will help us not to continue to have a desire to conform to the new age Christianity that is presented to us through our media. I pray that, Lord Jesus, you will help us to get back into your holy precious word. Help us to lean not to our own understanding, but acknowledge you in all of our ways and that you will direct our path. For, Lord, you have said it in your word that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And I pray that in Jesus' name that, Father, You will give us the strength to stand for your word every day in our lives. Help us to let go of things that the enemy has placed forth in our lives from the very beginning to bring us down. Yes, I understand that we are born into this evil world that desires sin over living for you. But Lord, you had a purpose for our lives found in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, that You never intended for us to live a life of disaster or calamity or chaos. You have have a purpose for us, a future and a hope. And Lord, I pray that in Jesus' name, that you will bring hope to our hopeless situations. The question is, what is really keeping us lukewarm? For many, it could be your family, friends, jobs, the place that you live in. The cars that you drive and the things that you do daily is what keeps you lukewarm. But then when you are in need of Jesus, you cry out. But when you feel there is no other need for him, then you go back to your sinful ways. I pray that, Father, you will expose the evil that lays dormant in our lives and in our spirits, Lord. I pray that you will shine a light in the midst of the darkness in our lives. I pray that, Lord, you will help us to step out of the darkness into your marvelous light. Help us to see where the enemy has his hand in our lives. And I pray that, Father, you will remove the enemy from our lives. Expose the enemy to us, Father God, through your word. For the enemy is the father of all lies. And I pray that in Jesus' name, that your word will expose the enemy with the truth. For I have learned many years ago that the truth is what really and truly sets us free. Many of us are locked up mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, Father. And I pray that in Jesus' name that you will set us free from the clutches of the enemy. For he he has no desire for us. Keeping us lukewarm, the choice is you're still with the enemy. No matter what knowledge you have for God, no matter what you choose, no matter how you choose to live your life, if you choose not to live for Christ, you will still be judged. That's just like driving down a street and you didn't know the street. You didn't know the rules to the road and you receive a ticket. Whether you chose to study that book or not, the, the law still applies. And that's the same with Christ. There is no different. And I pray that Lord Jesus, you will help us to overcome in you, Father God. Help us to let go of the world and really come to you cling to you Father God for I know that you have a purpose for us bigger than what we can ever imagine and by me submitting to your word you have transformed my life and you're still transforming my life you took a person that many believed I started my life off as being the crack baby and you have turned me into a hairstylist you have transformed my life I was a career criminal and now I'm a hairstylist. And I've had the, I've been a hairstylist longer than I was a career criminal. And it's all thanks to you, Lord Jesus. You transformed not only my life, but my daughter's life. My daughter learned that she can work for her money and not have to lay on her back like I was taught. And I pray that Lord Jesus, that through your word that you will teach us holiness and righteousness, and that we will not desire to judge others because they're trying to live for you. I pray that, Lord, you will bless us with more encouraging people, that we can stick together and support one another, and we won't be afraid to go out and speak your word, and we won't be afraid to live out your word, Father. I pray that, Lord, you will teach us how to live our lives fearlessly, and not in selfish and selfless, and not selfish and living in fear. For Lord, you said in your word that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Be not dismayed, for I am the Lord your God. Lord, I pray that you will prepare us for the future and not help and not, and break us free from the past in the present. For Lord, I realize that the past is yesterday. Tomorrow is the future. And today is the present. I pray that, Father, you will help us to give you glory each and every day. No matter what it, no matter what we have in our pockets, no matter how much money we have in our pockets, how much food we have in our refrigerator, and how many clothes we have in our closet, none of that matters to you. What matters to you is that we are serving you and that we're not allowing the enemy to keep us down. This I ask in Jesus' name, Lord. I pray your will be done. This I ask humbly in Jesus' name. Amen.